Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Not only has he got extremely strong paravision, but he acts as some sort of magnifier. Eh? Holmes is actually increasing the strength of the apparition. Like he's a magnet, maybe. Do you see? He's drawing the revenant into the room from the other side. Malcolm Holmes. Let's go get him. Project Raphael by Jenny Stevens. Episode 2. I didn't believe in ghosts. But you came. It's a great story, you setting up as a ghost hunter. And you were fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. Your face when that bottle flew over. Did you see it coming? I saw her throw it. Really? She was standing on top of the barrels. You didn't see her then? No, nothing. You know you have a thing about white vans? Why? I think there's one tailing us. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, I don't, I don't believe it. Pull over. What? No, pull up. Just do it over there, quick. It's just a van, Malcolm. Look, it's gone. You see them all the time. Yeah, that's the problem. I see them all the time. Everyone does. It's just a white van. I panicked. It's gone. It wasn't following us. No. I'm sorry. You okay? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I'm sorry. So, the ghost girl. What did she look like? She was a bit scrawny. Blue dress, knee length. How old? Not good with ages. Maybe ten. Old fashioned? Did she say anything? I'm the king of the castle and you're the dirty rascal. No. And she started telling me to come up and not be such a crybaby. A crybaby? Yeah. But you weren't crying. No. Just uh, drop me at the end of the road. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for driving. Listen, I need to talk to you some more. I couldn't take notes in the dark and then driving. Would you mind? No. No, not at all. Perhaps we can meet up for a drink. Right, yeah, that, that would be fine. And you can tell me again everything you saw, everything she said. All right. I'll give you a ring tomorrow. I should say later this morning. Goodness, it's nearly two. Yeah. Well, I, I'd better be going. Oh, y- yes, of, of, of course, sorry. Um, night, then. Night. I'll ring you tomorrow. Oh, Mr Evans. What is it? My ID card. And this is my colleague, Miss Finch. Hello. My ID. From the Laughing Dog? Not exactly. Where then? Not not the police. Not exactly that, either. Look, sorry, have I I done something? We can explain as we go. Explain what? Where are we going? Is this... Is this your van? All will become clear. It's just routine. Mind the step there. Look, can't we talk in the house? I, I have a bit of a thing about Dance vans. It in you get. It's a, especially white vans. Easy does it. Look, I really, really don't want to get in here. Please.
It's Polly. Uh, Polly Williams. You know, I went out with Malcolm earlier. It's two in the morning, Polly. I'm sorry, but is Malcolm here? Is he not with you? No. Come on in, I'll go and look. Did you leave him there or something? I just need to know if he's here or not. Let me out, please. Relax. If you let me go, I won't tell anyone, please. No can do. I think I might be sick. Breathe deeply. We just need you to help us for a short time, and then we'll take you home. Who are you? We're the good guys, and we just need your help. I don't understand. Am I under arrest or what? No, you're just helping us with our inquiries. Well, he's not here. Oh, I thought not. We should call the police. Oh, he's a big lad. He can walk home. Listen, we went to the Laughing Dog. There was a white van in the car park. He's not got you at it. As we drove back here, there was a white van following us. Malcolm freaked out a bit, so we pulled in and, and it drove past. That's all I hear. White vans, white cars. He's not struck on white bicycles. Anyway, it turned off, so I just drove him here and dropped him off at the corner. And he calmed down? Yeah. Well, that's something. It's just one of his many phobias. Spiders, clowns, chicken wire. Look, he may have decided to go for a walk. He, uh... It's a bit odd, you know. But listen, Moira, after I dropped him, as I was driving home, a white van overtook me. <laughs> There's more than one white van in West Yorkshire. I looked across as it overtook. Malcolm was sitting in the front. Oh. I've got to say, he looked quite distressed. He was in the van? Yes. Actually in it? Yes. Oh, I thought we should check when I got here because I couldn't really believe it myself. There's no way Malcolm are getting a white van through choice. Exactly. Come on, the phone's through here. I really think I should have left a note for me, Mum. Time is of the essence. You advertised your ghost finder services? Yes. Well, we're in need of them. At, at the Laughing Dog? No, that's our checking station. We needed to check that you didn't have any revenants. Any ghosts clinging to you? They do that sometimes. I know. You feel them? Sometimes. The really needy ones, they, they, they get in my hair. Look, where are we going? We're taking you to Scarpendale. Scarpendale? The, the more? The MOD place, just past the Laughing Dog. You used to work at the library? Yes. That's a bit like being a civil servant. I suppose. So, just think of it as changing department. I don't understand. Sign this. What is it? It's just to say that you won't tell anyone about our little chats. And if I don't sign? If you don't sign, we can keep you isolated. No, 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 no. Don't think of it like that. If you do sign, then we can tell you all about the work we do. Work you'll find very interesting indeed, Malcolm, with your particular gifts. How do you mean? We fully understand your, let's call it, condition. You do? Here we are. Scarpendale. Went out last night. Yes. It's now 2.53am and he's not come back. That's right. Uh, has your son done anything like this before? No, never. Oh. Is he in any trouble at all? No. Uh, could he have been in trouble at school? Well, he's not at school. Has he been excluded? No, we left. When? Well, about, about 16 years ago. Mrs Holmes, how old exactly is your son, Malcolm? He's 34. 
So you called 999 to report that a 34-year-old man hasn't come home yet? Officer. I don't want to seem unsympathetic, but I think you should leave it a PC while. PC Ahmed. What? You've got the wrong end of the stick. Moira's son went out with me last night. OK. A professional engagement. I brought him home at the end of the evening. We were followed. I thought the van had gone, but a few minutes after I dropped him off, I saw the van again. The same van? Yes. Being driven very fast. It overtook me. Malcolm was in there, and he was looking absolutely terrified. OK. Tell me all this again. From the beginning. <sighs> This place was disused. So we like people to think. It's enormous. I'll get the paperwork processed. See you down there. Very good. We'll go down a level to what we call the labyrinth. Okay. And yes, we know all about your special powers. It's weird. It, it feels it feels like almost like a relief that, uh, that I'm understood. Good. We've been monitoring you for some while now. Have you? Yes. Well, actually, that's a bit creepy. The white vans. That that was you, wasn't it? Ah, yes. Yeah, sorry about that. But at least I'm not mad. No, you're not mad. So you've been following me for ages? It was Mrs Hawkins who first alerted us. Who's Mrs Hawkins? All the business with you seeing that old lady in the woods, Mrs Hawkins told us about it. Your teacher, Class 1. Goodness. Scarpendale is part of the British Intelligence Gathering Network, part of MI7. What, like spying? You could call it that. We specialise in research and development. New ways of spying, you could say. Like you in James Bond. Some techniques we're developing are cutting-edge, technical, mainly biotechnical. Others are more old-fashioned, really. Ghosts. Hole in one, Malcolm. Ghosts. Ghosts have been around for as long as people have been dying. And we've been contacting them, asking them for information for decades. With mixed results. Most of them don't know anything and won't go and find it out for us. Why should they? We can hardly pay them. I suppose not. Some are obstructive, and there was one who just plain lied to us. Added to this is the activity of an organisation called Nablovsky, the Nablovsky Colony. I've never heard of them. No, well, you wouldn't want to meet them. They're part political, part criminal, sort of mafia-run rogue state. Are they why all this is so urgent? Sort of. Scarpendale's been researching for years. Following me? Among others. Now, the Noblovsky colony have developed new techniques. I don't follow. One of their agents has gone over to the other side. He's defected? No, no. He had an accident. He died. Became a revenant. A ghost. I see. We need to take them on, and the only way is to play them at their own game. That's why you find ghosts. Then you train them. We hit on the idea of sending an agent over to the other side. Someone who would be reliable, not need training. You sent him over to the other side? How exactly do you send someone over to the other side? He's a very good agent, John Raphael. Bullet in the brain. I'll go and write this up and talk to my sergeant. Uh, you can't remember any more about the van, Ms Williams. I'm sorry, it was white, that's was all. White. I'm positive it was the same one that was at the Laughing Dog and then followed us. Uh, anything from the number plate? You know, I'm not even sure it had one. What happens now? Well, we'll act fast, under the circumstances. I'll radio all this back now. We can get officers keeping an eye out for the van immediately. Then I'll get back to the station, talk it through with my seniors. We'll do everything we can, Mrs Holmes.
He did it himself. That's terrible. Killed himself. His presence is very weak, poor old Raphael. I don't want him to have died in vain. So that's where you come in, Malcolm. Do I? Your gift. I see. Eight days after death, the presence can rally. I've, I've noticed that. If there's no proper contact, then the energy can just disperse. I think that's when they realise they're dead. Not a problem with Agent Raphael. He shot himself. I suppose not. And it's now eight days since Raphael transferred. Okay. This area is known as the Labyrinth. I can see why. All the rooms in this part are double lead lined and have an electromagnetic field active between the linings. It's to control the spectral presence. How many are down here? A couple of dozen. They can't all have killed themselves. How did they get here? Up until now, we've collected them, not created them. Scarpendale was built on the site of an old fever hospital. There were one or two revenants already here. I see. We've also been developing methods for transporting them from other places. Like bottling them? In a manner of speaking. Come through here. We locate a revenant, bombard its haunting ground with sub-audible frequencies, 19 hertz, then shower the place with atomically charged quartz crystals, negative charge that is. We hoover the crystals up, in a manner of speaking, and then bring them here and discharge them. Does that work? Not massively well. We get something, but their energies are a bit dissipated. Agent Raphael thinks it's because they're disorientated. I think it's because they're well hacked off with it, and all they want is to wind us up. Weapons of mass destruction, I ask you. A ghost told you about the weapons of mass destruction. Behind each of these doors are two adjoining rooms. One for the Revenant, one for us to watch them from. Evans! Come on through. Wait for me. And that was quick. Thanks. Table work done, Finch? Yes, all complete. Here you are. What's this? Your copy of the Official Secrets Act, plus higher tier clearance code red. Ow! And that's your microchip. Sorry about that. So that you can be tracked. The bruising will go down in a few days. Be aware that we can permanently hear you now, as well as know where you are. But don't let that inhibit your personal life. We've all had them implanted. That really hurt. Right on the bicep. Welcome on board. You're now officially an MI7 agent. But I hear what you say, officer, but it's not good enough. Well, I might just do that. Well? He's changed his tune. How do you mean? It's not a police priority. Men go missing all the time. Wait a few days. That's what he said. So they're not even looking? <sighs> Seems not. You know, there was something funny about his tone. He'd gone very curt. This is ridiculous. I saw Malcolm in that white van. Well, he could have been with friends, he said. <sighs> you should have seen his face. <sighs> oh, don't. I feel terrible. All that white van thing, and I just thought it was... Well, you know, Malcolm... Look, can't you talk to a sergeant or inspector? Well, he says talk to them if I like. Wait a few days, comes from on high. I know. What are you doing? I'm going to see my editor. This could be a big story about police resources or lack of. Don't worry, Moira. We'll find Malcolm. Oh, I do hope so. This is the monitoring bank. Raphael should be on the other side of the glass. That's where it happened. The site of the plasma release. You mean death? We call it transfer. Yes, death. We're not getting much, if anything, in the way readings from him. Let me put these on you. 
What's this for? Monitoring. I feel like I'm in intensive care. And this, behind your ear. We can do it remotely, but this gives us more accurate readings, your brain patterns and so on. Comfy? I suppose. I can't take this in. I keep expecting to wake up. Now have a look through the glass. Can you see him there? Through the window? That's right. It's empty. What? The room's completely empty. There's no one there at all. Okay. Come on through. Finch can stay here and monitor, but let's put you in there. See if you can summon him. I can't say I've ever actively summoned a ghost before. He's incredibly weak, if he's there at all. Revenants are stronger if they're in some emotional turmoil at point of death. Makes sense. Having unfinished business is the greatest strengthener. Makes him desperate to be heard, I suppose. That sort of thing. Can you hear us, Finch? Loud and clear. It was here, just where I'm standing. You can see the blood stain where his head was on the floor. I see it. Agent Finch was standing about where you are. Weren't you, Finch? Yes. Perhaps I was slightly nearer the door. And he shot himself? Yes. He told me he was thinking about it. Then he lifted the gun and shot himself between the eyes. And he crumpled here, yes? Yes. But you can't feel his presence? No. Well, why don't you sit here for a while, see if Raphael happens to come along? I don't mind trying it. You do that. I'll go back next door with Agent Finch and we'll monitor you. I hope that we're not too late. You okay in there? Yes, um, fine. Do whatever you need to. Relax. Take your time. Okay. <clears throat> Hello? Is there anybody there? I don't have to feel silly. is normally really jolly. All right. To be honest, a bit too jolly, but but this time it, his face seemed to set halfway through me telling him. I, I couldn't believe it. No. Normally, if there's a whiff of a story about things like doctor's waiting list, then he's all, hold the front page. Well, first the policeman, now your editor. I know. I just don't get it. I said we'd been up to the pub by the Scarpendale MOD thing, and his eyes narrowed. Oh. He said, the laughing doc. I said, yeah. And then he said, just drop it. Drop it or you'll be booking classifieds till you retire. Oh, Polly. Anyway, I'm just pulling up outside the police station. Oh, I see. I'm going to see PC Ahmed. I'm going to make him tell me what's going on. Polly. What? Do be careful, love, won't you? I'm waiting for you. Raphael. Whenever you're ready to speak to me. Hello? Oh, this is useless. Agent Finch, can you hear me? Yes. You were with him when he died? Yes, I was. What happened exactly? I was standing by the door. He was talking about it, thinking of the transfer. I said it was a stupid idea, but he just wouldn't listen. He pulled out the gun. Then? Well, then I lunged at him, tried to stop him. 
He pushed me away, put the gun to his head and shot himself. What? I said he put the gun to his head and shot himself. I said liar. I am. Um, I, I think that Agent Raphael might have some unfinished business after all. I'm sorry, madam. There's nothing I can do. I work for the Echo, you know. Yeah, I know. I'm writing a piece about Malcolm Holmes. You said? It was about him being a ghostbuster, but now it's a piece about police incompetence and your name's at the top of it. It won't be printed. I saw him being driven off. Why won't it be printed? The super said. Actually said that? Yes. Look, how well do you know Malcolm? My brother was at school with him. You know everyone he hangs out with? Well, no. So maybe the people in the van were his friends? You don't believe that. You don't look well, PC Ahmed. I'm okay. Something's happened to you, hasn't it? No. Look, I I'm sorry. I just can't help you. They've threatened you, haven't they? My editor, your super, something's going on, isn't it? I don't know anything. You do. They've scared you. No. Look. I'll keep you completely out of it. You're a good man. You don't want his blood on your hands. It won't come to that. It might. They're beyond the law, aren't they? You believe in the law? You know Meg's cap? Fry up for a fiver. Meet me there in ten minutes. Finch lies. It was her idea. you say heavens? Heavens! He would have stopped me. But Finch was there and, and she didn't. She pulled the trigger. That makes you angry. I let her do it. But now she lies. She denies it. That makes me wrathful. That's good. Good. I suppose it makes you angry. Anger and anxiety, they, they give you more substance. Raphaelism, she called it. Becoming a para-agent. A whole new era. But I've been finished. 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 We're registering tremors. Are you hearing him at all, Malcolm? Actually, uh, yes, I am. Really? Is he saying anything of interest? He could say so. He didn't shoot himself. Agent Finch shot him. Here you go, look at tea. She'll bring the big breakfast over. Let's sit over there. More private. I like the cagoule. Very fetching. Yeah, I was in the locker room. The only thing I could find to cover my uniform. So? This is so off the record. Understood. The thing is, I'm being fast-tracked. For promotion? Oh, because you... A classics graduate. Oh, right. And I don't like being threatened. They take you off the fast-track? Oh, strongly implied. After I'd seen you and Malcolm's mum, I came back to the station. Mm. My sergeant told me to log it onto the system. When I typed for a bit, this thing flashed up across the screen. What thing? Well, like a box, with the word refer flashing. Mm. I asked my sergeant. She said it does that sometimes, and she printed off what I'd written and took it away. Right. But 
A few minutes later, I get pulled into the chief superintendent's office and told to drop it. When I said I thought it were genuine and urgent, he really tore me off the strip. What did I think I was doing, that sort of thing? What was that about? Oh, I don't know. Didn't I know how to prioritise and can't expect to be fast-tracked if blah, blah, blah. It's like blah. my editor. He went all big boss on me when I mentioned the laughing dog. I was really caught up. Anyway, my sergeant says, it's all right, it'll blow over. They just get these directives from Scarpendale from time to time. Scarpendale? Yeah. Out past the laughing dog? Yeah, that MOD place. My sergeant says there are these key words and phrases that, if we put them into our system, they act like a trigger and alert Scarpendale. I see. So your mate, Malcolm's most likely got tangled up with them. But at least he'll be safe. They won't hurt him or anything. You can tell his mum. We're going up there. I'm not. This is really big. I don't know what it is, but something mega is happening there. I'm still not going. I'll go alone. You won't get past the perimeter fence. Just watch me. The trigger! He wanted it. You manipulative, heartless liar! He agreed to it. That's why he's so flimsy now. You killed him and you lied about it. Okay. I pulled the trigger. And a good job I did. How so? It gave him enough resentment to power his spectral appearance, weak as he is. And we're fanning about here looking for him while the Blodsky are busy getting on with it. Look, the Allies agreed one thing. Parrot intelligence is the only way forward. Nablovsky are there before us. They've already one Revenant agent we know of. He could start to muster other Revenants. Scarpendale delivers a para-agent or we close down. We haven't got a para-agent. We've nothing but a dead agent and a few whispered plasma. And we've learnt one thing today. Only the one. Next time, we kill someone who doesn't want to die. An unwilling victim. Oh, you've got to be joking. Think strategically. His willingness to die, ironically, disempowered him. So, we create another remnant. Kill someone. Firstly, that's murder. Not if it's sanctioned. Secondly, what about Raph? We can't just forget about him. Hey, look at this. What? Malcolm's sparking. Is Raph strengthening up? No, but something's happening. His neurons are popping. What's causing that? No idea. Not Raphael. Is that connected? Doubt it. Switch to the CCTV ring now. There's some activity by the perimeter fence, south side. Maybe just a coincidence. I'm not so sure it is, you know. Hey. If I'm not mistaken... Now... There is the young and pretty Polly Williams. That journo. Remember the one who came up to the laughing dog earlier? And having an astonishing effect on our Malcolm. Looks like it. Remember how his brain scan got overexcited by her? The brain's love cluster. He somehow sensed her at that distance. I wonder. Maybe. Just maybe we found our unwilling victim. In episode two of Project Raphael by Jenny Stevens, Agent Finch was played by Deborah McAndrew, Agent Evans by Anirin Hughes, Malcolm by Dan Hagley, Polly by Emily Chenery, and Moira by Sonny Ormond. Saikat Ahmed played PC Ahmed, and John Flitcroft, Agent Raphael. Project Raphael was directed in Birmingham by Peter Leslie Wilde.
Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.